Four hours year. of power. Oh, sorry. God, sorry. Year, I think this is year five. I was doing we're heading into, we're heading I think you probably want to take that again. Probably want to take that again. I fucked you up. Oh, with it? No, it'll be fine. Trust me, like the, uh, you know, our handful of audit, they get over things pretty quickly. They're a little like. Uh, <laughs> okay. Reddit again. One out of three of us listen to this yes. thing. The Reddit, the Reddit forum is going to blow up after that. <laughs> AFC West. Um, okay, this is. This is tough. Right now, um, Joe, as a Chiefs fan, walk into this. Can you ever remember this division being tougher than it is now? And where do you kind of rank just loosely this AFC West as divisions all time? Man. It's never been it's never been like this. There there was a time when uh like nineties Chiefs were really strong. Was uh, it like the, Elway? Uh, did Elway, Elway Fouts ever cross over? They didn't, right? No, he was he was pre that like sort of '90s surge for the Chiefs, but there was a moment where the Seahawks, remember they used to be in the, in in our division, uh, and there was like the Dave Craig Seahawks, they were yeah. good, the Raiders were good. They had Bo Jackson, you had Deberg and Krishna Koye Chiefs, you had Elway, but then the Chargers were you know, the Chargers, I. I don't remember a time with the Chargers being great. So this is the first time for me where I, I genuinely consider the Chargers like a like a threat. Uh, except for, you know, the, the, I mean, the Rivers, you know, yeah, Ladini and Tomlinson, right? Sean yeah. Merriman teams yeah. were good. But, like, that also happened to coincide with the surge of Dick Vermeil and Priest Holmes. You felt like, oh, we're unstoppable. Uh, yeah, this is this is the fucking hardest. I, I can't think of another division where all four teams are legitimate capable legitimately capable of not only winning the division but actually going into the playoffs because you just have quarterbacks across the yeah. board paul do you remember most awesome you have anything like as far as this afc west goes like uh, i mean as far as division i can't remember one stronger maybe the not Carson only palmer Bengals when you had like steelers yeah i mean there's definitely that with like as good as the ravens were defensively carson palmer the steelers the Browns were always because that's the thing is, is I can't the all four of them having legitimate chances because you forget like the Raiders and in all of the like you know fucking chaos that happened last season still made it to the playoffs as a wild card team yeah. and then now add Devonte Adams to the mix you know Denver is what six or seven years from a Super Bowl. And now they bring and have not had a consistent quarterback in there. Defense has always been strong, but now they bring in uh, Russell Wilson. They make the trade for it. You know, Russell Wilson feels like, and he even said in a in very Russell Wilson-esque ways, like I can play for another 10 years and hopefully win another three or four Super Bowls, which is crazy. I, but the 10 years, more, I think, is realistic, right? Yeah. How many more quotes would you take from Dan Campbell over Russell Wilson? Like, Dan Campbell quotes make me happy. Russell Wilson talks it frustrates me yeah it makes your skin crawl a little bit right yeah which is okay. wild because i i feel like when he first came in the league he was such a likable like he was he was electric 
that, yes. that season at Wisconsin. It was so fun to watch him where it was just this short little dude running around and he didn't have the like Kyler Murray sort of, I don't know, Kyler Murray kind of reads his own hype. It feels like just the way he carries himself. Uh, and Russell Wilson was just so like, so let's talk about nowhere. Explosive. Yeah. Let's get into it real fast. Like what, what is Russell Wilson's deal? Like it's, it seems like in the macro now, it's kind of like everyone's on the same boat about this guy. And he is a good football player, but it's just like he's missing on his brand so hard. Is he just like uh, tone deaf obviously means something else in the media, but it just doesn't seem like he's dialed in to like the perspective on him because he keeps like doubling down on his quotes. And is he just like, I don't give a shit like I'm just being me, but that's actually not his thing. Like, yeah, it's it's to me. It's like the trope of like where they say like, oh, he like lost touch of his roots. Like to me, it feels like. Russell Wilson like lost touch with like what you were talking about early Seahawks days and is like I have to be this persona and so now I'm ever focused in on like like my Q score and like how many like Instagram hits did I get in this video versus and not to say that he's not doing like in the Kyle and Murray like oh well he's he's taking away from prep time I still think he works hard and trains hard but now I think he's like well I've got this like multi-million dollar like PR machine like circling around me so I have to like feed these masters all the time and I I'm constantly like involved in the in the like you know I don't know the tiktokification of like what the kids I'm always got to be churning content and people are like we don't need that we don't need you to be like fucking not to be whatever Joe we don't need you to be like a Jackson Mahomes and like producing these I, I videos worried about offending me because Jackson Mahomes exactly Patrick Mahomes the second knows Jackson Mahomes is a TikTok nightmare all right, right yeah, well exactly. like that, and also like it's a little unfair like that now he just it feels like Russell Wilson opened himself up and move on real quick but it seems like Russell Wilson opened himself up a little bit based on like the Mr. Unlimited stuff but you know like that BTS thing of him on the green screen like do like you know, if you look at any of the players that have to do this, I it looks just as silly. You know, it looks mm-hmm. just as ridiculous like them and that shit. Like it's just like he's got a target on his back now, Joe. Well, I'll say. I mean, I know you you say like we you know we can move on, but I think this is actually part and parcel to this fucking line for the for the yeah to, uh, Denver Broncos because like what were they uh, seven and ten last year? They yeah. add Russell Wilson, so okay, great. So uh, what what is the line for the Denver Broncos? Over under wins this year. Well, I have my guess, Brandana. We'll, we'll go, we do, we went off at DraftKings this year. Proud sponsor mm-hmm. of this segment. Are we getting into it? Okay, ladies uh, and gentlemen, the most awesome Brandana podcast brought to you by <laughs> DraftKings. DraftKings, set yeah. your daily fantasy team, nice. earn millions of dollars against yeah. people who are actually using bots to beat you. DraftKings. That part Proud we got to take out. We got to take that part out. They're not going to like that last bot part. Yeah. Like we got it. We we, we got to send this into them. They got to pay us a bunch of money. But it's it's it's, uh, it's a different. Not the DraftKings you know. It's like DraftKings spelled with like a C for kings and a Z at the end. DraftKings like with an A. They're, they're getting on there. Yeah. DraftKings um, spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, so how we, um, most awesome. You have guesses, Joe. Are you presenting? Yeah. Are you presenting all the? I've, I've got the numbers. If okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll go off. Uh, do you want to guess, Joe, or did you look at all the numbers? Well, I think you're the num. You're the line setter, so you set the yeah. line. All right. And I'm uh, going to guess whether the actual line is over or under yours. Okay. So uh, I'm doing – we'll start with Denver Broncos. Is that cool with you, Most Awesome? Yeah, that's great. We'll do the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, i got to bump it up to your point. Um, 
seven games last year they did add talent one of the, like add talent where they needed it the most I don't have a single team in the AFC West under nine wins. Either Broncos at nine wins. Ooh, it's fucking. See, I had God. them. I had them low. I had them as the lowest team. I, yeah, I marked them down the because team. of, I. But I'm, I put them at seven, realistically, because of their I schedule. S- it seems low, but I think there's a little like, yes, we're adding Russell Wilson to the mix stability in the cornerback or quarterback position but i feel like we're i think we're putting too much like strength in their offense we also have a first year head coach too nathaniel hackett right coming over from green bay so offensively they might look strong but i think their defense is going to take a step back yeah so let's start with uh, the audience too they need to know the uh this afc west team is playing the afc south which mm-hmm. you know is is competing for one of the weaker divisions there and then the nfc west is there so that's their two divisions the AFC South like have a timeshare on Carson Wentz right now like I feel like like everybody's just gonna like sort of like Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan are just sort of like gonna bump around the AFC <laughs> right, South exactly. for the next eight years until yeah, they have the turn into dust uh I got uh, a nine uh most of you said what I said seven, seven. I, I was said I said seven. seven I thought it was it I felt it was low but I was I was judging them harshly all right, well, I'm going to walk into the Brandana Casino, and I'm going to bet the under, and I'm going to walk into the most awesome casino and hedge my bet and bet the over. I say they go 8-9 and nine this year. 8-9, losing record. Draft, DraftKings, I was very surprised by this. Had them at 10. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Two Mabby so, dollars so, on the under. All right. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. All right, let me let me get this straight. So the Denver Broncos, a 7-10 and 10 team. They add Russell Wilson, and he's going to be the secret sauce to them getting above seven wins. What was the Seattle Seahawks record last year? Spoiler, 7-10. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say 7-10, yeah. So yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't see much of a difference between those two teams. Like, they had Tyler Lockett. They had DK Metcalf. They didn't have quite the running game, but they had Carson, Chris Carson, Shard Penny. Like they had things. And they got, the offensive like line the is. The didn't they have Graham last year too? They have Jimmy Graham last year. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, maybe the shell of washed, him. Maybe yeah, like very yeah, washed. Yeah, technically, yes. Yeah. Technically, he was there. there was jersey. there was a man yes. in a in a jersey that said Graham. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing is, is like I see offensively like we're we're transitioning we feel like oh well these guys are younger we just lost tim patrick we've got jerry judy obviously Cortland sutton is coming back from an injury the tight end i won't pronounce his name and, and butcher that apologies but you know melvin gordon's a year older they brought him back javante uh williams, williams i like very much but i'm not really sure like melvin gordon to me is a non-factor melvin gordon i think is the exact same player with the exact same role on 31 other teams yeah, like, this is about like I, in this no is world just, is he a, a chain like change this, the game. This is a quarterback league. We're looking at quarterback value. People look at the Broncos. People want to root for the Broncos. They feel like all the pieces are there. They couldn't quite get the quarterback, and now they have the quarterback they want. They're reminded of like the Peyton Manning years. They want to go hard, but they don't realize how tough this division is. That number's too high. Give me two mappy dollars on the under yep. ten. That means on ten wins, I push. Absolutely. Uh, yep. You guys want to put any mappy dollars? Easy. On I, I would have thought the line was eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, I was really surprised how high that was on, on Draft That's Kang. Good. Draft Kangs. You going to Mavi Dollars it? Most oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll match her too. All right, great. Uh, all right, next team, what do you got? Where do you want us to go, Joe? Uh, oh, yeah, Joe. 
Let's go to the uh, Chargers of Los Angeles. All right, Los Angeles Chargers, no longer San Diego. Uh, this might be, if if you had to like uh, have a toddler America's team, like everyone loves this Chargers bandwagon. Everyone loves Herbert. Like this is a team that people are going to root for to win. I'm going to really figure out who how who Herbert is, but all the buzz is like he's absolutely the real deal. Uh, people have these guys jockeying, I think, to win, again, this really tough division. I have them, I mean, now that, like, if they have Denver at 10, I am going to change mine in real time. Uh, 11 feels high, I'm going to do 10 and a half, Chargers 10 and a half. I had it exactly at 10 and a half, too. Probably will. Joe? Yeah. The Chargers feel like if you put them in any other division, the line immediately goes to 11 and a half, 11 and half. 12. Yeah. Yeah, right for sure absolutely i'm gonna say 10 and it is 10 we're we're, we're on this the thing to think about on this line 10 that's crazy they think the chargers and the broncos it's a fucking bloodbath dude it's the it's it's chargers are sweeping the broncos this is this is the thing that i'm i'm saying totally it, agree i agree with you too is is they don't know because it is such a fierce division and looking at the these DraftKings numbers they don't really know they think they have an inkling on, and obviously we know who that team is, but they don't know really who else is going to shake out of this. Um, Chargers, this is their six, seven weeks technically in a row. Look at this schedule. They they host Jacksonville yep. at Houston, at Cleveland, host Denver, Seattle hosting, bye week, Atlanta. I mean, if that's not five and yeah. one you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like sure. yeah that's I mean, half of your wins are or, or or you know 60 percent of your wins right there you see you said here's, here's what's going to be really sexy is Ten. around week five the money on kansas city to win the division is going to fucking like skyrocket in odds right and that's when you that's when you bet on casey to win Great point. because the chargers are actually for whatever they are they are not streaky like you look at their record, it, it is always like win, loss, win, win, loss, win, loss, loss, win, loss. They never, I don't, they don't, they didn't have a single three game streak last year of wins or losses, right? Whereas the the Raiders do, they get streaky. That's good and stat. then what the Chiefs do is they get hot. Once they start winning, they and don't. Streaky lose. is something different than hot. For everyone just questioning that right there. One hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> right. I can streak. I'm not hot. There's a difference. Brandana's hot. <laughs> Will not, streak. not streak. Will not streak. Well, that is not going to do it. I <laughs> uh, give you one Mavi dollar on that over. I mean, it put with the Chargers. I push on a ten and seven record, which is crazy because everyone loves this team. I mean, you got to be thinking top four in AFC with this team. So give me one Mavi dollar on the over. You want to bet anything on this? Most awesome. Uh, no, because I'm I'm no. All right. I'm conserving yeah, my Mavi dollars. Right. I mean, you're you're more that's caution to the winds. I got three kids. I got to put through school on this Mavi box here. Yeah, there's right. four Mavi dollars are throwing the lines. We'll take care of that. All right, what's our third team? Who you got for us, Joe? All right, well, we're going to go with the Raiders. Perfect. Las Vegas Raiders, which somehow I grew up fucking hating the Raiders. I hated them. And ever since they moved to Las Vegas, I don't know. You kind of like them now. Kind of like them. Kind of like them. It's a different yeah, flavor. Oh, yeah. Kind of fun. Because but... Las Vegas is sort of like, it. it, it is the United States cocaine mirror. That's what it is. <laughs> It's like, it's just like the, it, it's like sort of decided upon this doesn't really belong to Nevada. You, you belong to, to 
you belong to the streets. I was right. going to say bathroom top lid, right, where everyone does coke on, but the same premise. Same, <laughs> same exact premise. Some yeah. people just go in to use the bathroom and it's like, it's oh, like there's a, uh, uh, no thank you. Power, yes. Uh, in real time, I think I had this a little high. I mean, they did make the postseason last year. No one really felt like they were a postseason contender, and they proved that uh, against the Bengals. I do like this team. Devontae Adams has to be worth at least like a half a game. I mean, these this would be, if you're doing like a little long shot on who would win the division, I mean, I think you'd go here over Denver, especially because I think like there's no way Vegas has them at 10 wins. I'm going to say uh, Vegas over under 9 wins. We we are a simpatico. I was at nine wins as well too. You look at you know their offensive line's got some questions. You bring in like you said Devonte Adams, Darren Waller. Hopefully he gets healthy. Uh, Hunter Renfro. I like this offense. I like that they're yeah. going to roll out a stable of backs too. Um, Josh Car, Jacobs. Quiet, Car quietly a leader. You remember making yes. fun of him a little bit like his first yes. year. Like he cried like that one time he got sacked or something. They were just like, is that too? It was just like, oh, is this really the guy? But everyone that like seems to be on that team, like they just, they do have a solidarity about them. It's just like, they seem like they're on the same page, especially moving on from that, like that disaster Gruden chapter. Yeah. And don't forget, they also brought in Chandler Jones too, to go opposite Max uh, Crosby, which I think he's still got, if anything, Chandler Jones has still got a little juice in the tank for pass rush. Right. So pass rush, we know it's a, you pass rush stops passers. That's what this league's all about. Um, I, I like them at nine and eight. I like them very much at nine and eight. Yeah, that feels like the number. What do you got, Joe? Well, I remember last year us talking about this division and me saying um, that uh, the thing that Bill Belichick learned was like, you know, don't be involved with the team that's, you know, on its way out that's like changing location. And so I was very down on the Raiders and I was down on the Raiders because of Gruden. And man, I the second that like all the Gruden email stuff popped up, I was like, this team's gonna fucking fall apart. They have no leadership. Yeah. And I gotta say, man, Carr really stepped up and captained that ship, like in a way that I don't think anybody really expected. And that them going to the playoffs while losing their coach in such a like spectacularly public, you know, scandalous fashion. Um Really, really impressive for for Carr. Uh, I'll say, gaining Adams, Josh McDaniels. Uh, sorry, a little little mic bump. Uh, I'm always more interested in a uh, a coach in his second stint as a head coach. I think there's a lot less hubris. I think there's a lot less ego. They've they've like come in, done their thing, and then failed. So there's a little bit more like, all right, all right. I'm coming in with a, a little bit more of a like an even keel. I, I know what I don't know now. So I think this team actually is kind of scary. I think they're... I'm going to go their line. I don't want to say it again, but I'm going to say 10 and 7. I'm going to say that the line is 10. DraftKings has them at 8.5, which I thought was low for this team. A little low, yeah. A little low, right? Low. I would have yeah. if you had if you'd flipped it, right, with Denver. Yeah. I'd have been all right. I, now I'm in. Now I'm now I'm thinking this is a tough line, but eight and a half. It's kinda of, yeah, it's kinda of crazy they have like the four spot on this team. Like, yeah. This is, this is what's weird about Las Vegas is that this isn't their prediction, right? For the for the season. This is their prediction for our betting. Yep. Right? So it, it feels to me like they're setting the line 
to get people to to come in over the top because because like we're they're assuming that we're going to bet on Denver for the Russell Wilson edition and that is like the sexy edition right like there's nothing sexier than adding the 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 Super Bowl championship quarterback so what has really changed for the Raiders except for Devontae Adams and like you said Chandler Jones but the quarterback is the same Josh McDaniels we've seen before it's not really as sexy of a pick as I think it's going to be really fucking solid out there also what's why was Josh Jacobs in that preseason game in that Hall of Fame game this is my point I think they're I don't think that they're off on Josh Jacobs but I think what we're going to see is the 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 Patriot headache from a fantasy standpoint is is well, which guy is going to get the the tugs today? Which guy is going to be the guy that's going to yeah. be the goal line guy? And they just want to see what Josh Jacobs is going to be in this offense. And they're not really all that concerned about his overall value or health. Mm-hmm. They've got four guys, Kenyon Drake, Zamir White, uh, uh, Abdullah. Like They're like, we're going to roll all these guys out all season long. Watching well, that uh, game and Zamir White easily is my top pick for that. If yeah. I had to ha- own one running back out of that for fantasy, I'll take Samir White. Yeah, easily. Um, all right. So the Vegas over under is what? What does DraftKings have? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, easily take away- the over on that. I'm gonna stay away from it. I'm not touching it. It's someone has to come up with a short stick on this, and it probably comes down to like a, a Broncos versus Raiders and Denver. And oh man, I do Don't the- like on the macro. I like Raiders better, but. We'll give Denver that. You want to put a Mavi dollar on this? Most awesome. Yeah, let's fuck it. Let's do it. If it's Vegas, let's put a Mavi dollar on the over. the over. Over eight and a half. All right, I'm in. We'll just keep it consistent. I'll there you go. How much does this narrative change if at the at, in that weird overtime game, if they just tie and the Chargers and the Raiders both go to the playoffs? Like, I wonder how how this changes the line because you've got to <laughs> assume that like. Chargers make a run in that in those playoffs, or the Raiders do. Like, how much does that change? That's so what. Like, wait, wait, what? What's he with the Chargers last year in the playoffs? They yeah, weren't. Were, yeah, there was that weird thing where they both tied yeah, they both in that regular friends. season game, and it went to OT, and it went to OT. All and they had to OT. do was take a knee, and they both go to the playoffs. Yeah, the Chargers missed the playoffs. Chargers <laughs> missed the playoffs That's because insane. of that game. Yeah, they, all right, they lost, uh, yeah. Yeah, Chiefs, let's go. All right. All right. I, I have it at... I mean, now that I know the Chargers are... I don't know. I, I feel like there's a little a little less love now. I'm going to bump this... I'm going to bump it a half up from what I have it in real time. I still think you can finish 11-6 and six and be taken seriously. I'll do the over-under at 11. I had twelve. I'm still giving him the the fucking the lead in the in it. Or I feel like, AFC yeah, West. I feel like loss of like like the loss of Tyreek Hill. I feel like it's not. There's a little market correction. People aren't down on the Chiefs, but people aren't just like this is this is the juggernaut. Like things are a lot more love for the Chargers. So for them to be like a full like you know two games over, the Chargers seem high to me. Right. Matt Nagy's back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but Matt Nagy's back <laughs> in the building. Stay. I think it's a good thing for Matt Nagy. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> One person he, wins on this. He did He did lose Pat Mahomes. Did lose, which I would thought with between Pringle, Robinson, and obviously a bulk of that is, is Tyreek Hill. Like almost 2,100 yards 
from that. And now he's got to replace that with, you know, uh, obviously Sky Moore, Juju Smith, Schuster Smith, and then, you know, MVS as well, too. So yeah, it, it, early it on, look- this number makes me feel a little bit nervous to try and bet the over. Is, is there a little like early Packers vibe, right? When they're just not clicking and you know what I mean? Yeah, it does seem like they're going back into what they want Mahomes to do, which I think is important because it even felt like the beginning of last year, like they're still trying, like Pat Mahomes is looking for like the long ball. Now like that's officially just kind of off the table because I think when we really started to see the Chiefs cook last year at the second half of the season, it was them actually putting together sustained drives and not like super long ball and then walking the season with kind of that offensive game plan, like doing that again, like I think. I think the Chiefs are going to fall in a lot quicker than they did last year, what they're supposed to do and like what they do well. I think it responds well to Patrick Mahomes. It's just like 12 games in this division. I, you know, I wouldn't give any team in the league, you know, 12 wins this division. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it seems like super tough. I think I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you here. So from a person who actually does like follow every Twitter handle, he can for camp stuff. Uh, Sky Moore is crushing it. Hashtag Michigan, hashtag directional. I mean, do you uh, take do you take any stock in this like preseason OTA shit, like at all? Like I'm, I'll I'll, I'm I'll say I, I'll say the, the 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 most like the only quote from Aaron Rodgers that has made any sense was that thing that kind of got floated around where he's talking about like preseason reps are more valuable than preseason games, like practice reps because you're actually seeing real defense, you're seeing like things that are like schematically complicated. Uh, as opposed to like very, very vanilla defenses. Uh, I've seen Sky Moore and there's a weird thing. I got, I got in a discussion with somebody about, about Mac schools and uh, guys who've been drafted in like, you know, important rounds. And there's the dudes who've been drafted from Mac schools in the first three rounds uh, have a massive hit rate. Like they're, they're overwhelmingly successful. And I think it's because in order to show up and like really pop off the radar in those schools you have to actually be exceptional mm-hmm. and so those guys really do get they get you know pinpointed and when they're drafted they do really really well sky is doing great no one's going to replace tyreek hill's talent period end of story but there were times where tyreek hill is going out let's say he's got like one-on-one coverage he's a yard open two yards open even if somebody is like wide open underneath Mahomes was going to his money guy deep for the bigger play, even though there's like a lower percentage chance of success because you're getting the ball to Tyreek Hill. He's your fucking star. And I'll take throwing to Tyreek Hill a yard open over throwing to Demarcus Robinson three yards open. Like I'd rather have Tyreek Hill have that shot. Most awesome. What do you think with like losing Tyreek Hill real fast? Like aren't we losing something on stretching the defense, just having like that speed on one of the sides? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you're looking for McCole Hardman to make a, like a huge jump. And obviously they brought in uh, MVS there, Valdez Scantling, in to, to stretch that field. Now, it's that, you know, four quarters, you know, for the for the dollar analogy in the, the players, the combined effort of those two guys versus one Tyreek Hill and what he does to NFL defenses that will really be the – the gamble for the for the chiefs right because i don't think you can i don't think you can recreate fear 
the way that Tyreek Hill instills and like defensive coordinators and defensive backs and the attention is. Um, I think everyone has seen Mikael Hardman. Everyone's seen, you know, MVS. Like they know what it's going to be. So are they going to have to like feast on the on the the fear of the deep ball, or is it just going to be just like a, you know. Uh, like a passive threat out there. That's all right. Well, he's going deep, but we just got to make sure he doesn't get behind us. But ultimately, like, I'm not that afraid of either of those two. Yeah. For your fantasy purposes, MVS is going to be the MVS that you have known mm-hmm. and tolerated throughout your entire fantasy. Game. Like, he's the same guy. Yeah. Uh, everything he's doing in camp is the exact same that you have seen. He might be running more routes, but it's the same. Uh, I would be more interested in Juju Smith-Schuster returning to his like 1400 yard self like the dude has shown he can produce mm-hmm. um he's closer to he's the guy you want uh i'll say this the problem with having a dollar versus four quarters is if defenses burn that fucking dollar you're nothing you're broke and that happened a lot of times last year where they just took tyreek hill away and then you don't have another receiver who can step up they really missed sammy Watkins last year so it is really this offense in Kansas city is not going to be based on the idea that somebody is going to have to step up. Like that's not what it's, it's not, it's not a, like I, we hope McCole Hardman can take the next step. I think it is coming in with the expectation that McCole Hardman is going to be McCole Hardman. If he's better terrific, but everybody else is just like, we're putting together an offense without expectation of people blowing up. Uh, so it's much more even keeled. Here's the one gambling fact to get back to is that since Mahomes took over, they've never won fewer than 12 games. And I don't think anyone would say that the defense that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to field this year is easily not the worst defense that they've had. And if it's not the best, it's the second best. So the idea that they're not going to win 12 games, you're betting against history. You're betting against like probability. My betting would say, take the over. I'm going to set their line at 10 and a half. That's what I think it is. Long-winded answer for all of us. Sorry. But like, I'll say they, they hit 12 games, but I would never bet on them to win the division because I think the Chargers could easily like just run away with it and like end up at like 13 and four and take it. But I don't think the Chiefs win fewer than 12 games. All right, so Joe's got 10 and a half. I got 11. Most of you have 12. What's I have 12. Yep, it's 10 and a half. DraftKings has it at 10 and a half. Which is one of those things where it's like, and I and I like the point that you make about Juju uh, Smith Schuster as is, and and Orlando Brown to a certain extent. Like I feel like these guys are playing for a deal. Like they're going to, they're looking to put their best foot forward in the season. They're trying to earn their next big contract. You know, or Orlando Brown playing on that fan, franchise tag. Gave up 12 QB hits, four sacks, which is the worst on the offensive line, even though he was a pro bowler. Um, he's got to play even better than he has before. He needs to do it in order to get paid the way he wants to. Same with Juju. So it's like, you know, these these guys will be, there's going to be a little, you know, incentive monetarily on that end. And I was like, I was like betting on that in, uh, in gambling and or fantasy. Yeah. Orlando Brown last year for those of us who watched like every snap um he was consistently he he was really solid and really dependable even in the way that he failed if he got hit with a speed rush to the outside 
he just did not have the quickness of that like kick step to get out and beat it and it it happened a bunch throughout the first like seven weeks eventually they started having they started having you know somebody like a running back just chip just chip Mm -hmm. just to like force him a little bit back to the inside and he started doing a lot better he showed up to camp after you know holding out for a week on his franchise tag he showed up 30 pounds lighter and his mobility his quickness is remarkably better so it's it's a really interesting i i'm pulling for the guy because he did not have to show up it's actually like at camp actually you know not in kansas city it's in st joe missouri he showed up he was there for padded practice uh so he's doing everything right and and kept himself in good shape so good. it's a and and that was still with all that shit with with Chris Jones playing defensive end, not defensive tackle. They still ended up with 12, 12 wins in what everybody considered the worst year of Mahomes' career. Still twelve games, so um, it's Israel, hard for me uh, to root against that. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from it. At um, that number, I know it was thinking eleven. I just I can see it. I, I think you have great points. Like again, it's like a tough division, so that number seems pretty close to what they can do and you know we've seen chiefs have a little slow start the last couple of years so i'm gonna stay away you don't need mavi dollars most awesome give me a dollar on the under they're fucking tanking. No, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding now um <laughs> man ten and a half really feels like that juicy number uh it makes me wonder like we're talking 11 and 6 i think this yeah. team is 11 and 6 so i'm gonna go one dollar on the over because we need to bet on every team in this division what we, we, we have okay. one so far i'm doing Ten and a half. you know what yeah you let's keep it simple i'll go with you i think we've been lined up on everything yep. in this segment so i'm in so recap real fast where mappy dolls are at so with the broncos we're gonna ride on two dollars on the under uh two mappy dollars on the under which was 10 uh the chiefs we're going one mappy dollar on the over of 10 and a half we're both going one Mabby dollar on the over on the Raiders at eight and a half. And uh, we may have shot ourselves in the foot. We got too many overs here. We got yeah. 10 chargers. We got a dollar <laughs> on the over. We're fucking making it rain, baby. We, uh, we oh, set it in stone. We set it in the Four teams at 18 and 0. Let's we, go. We, we, did, we did take an under on there. We did, we did the dip over. Um, yeah. All right. Mad League season three. Getting to it. So, Joe, you've done this the last couple of years. Guys, um, we will, in our Instagram, drop our Twitch where you can watch this when we kick it off. We just wanted, uh, if you guys were thinking about you wanted to own a franchise, we are expanding into a format where you guys get one. Shoot us an email at mavsportspodcast at gmail.com. Do subject line Mad League Season 3 franchise. Uh, we'll reach out about getting you on board. Uh, but what we do is basically the idea is we've done it for two seasons. On PlayStation, we draft uh, a team from the pool of all NBA players of all time. Um, kind of have some different curveballs in there, but put together teams and then simulate those games. And then most awesome and myself will jump on there and do the commentary of the games and watch those in real time. They usually take about an hour. So this one, we're going to throw in a curveball. We're doing, um, you want to break the news to Joe? Kind of what we're yeah. thinking? Yeah. So we thought this year. You're pregnant. I'm pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We have a baby, a virtual yes. baby boy. On its way. Um, so this year we thought the emphasis, right? So in previous Mab League years, it was just like a collection of Hall of Fame, 99 overalls, 98 overall players, 
Um, we added the wrinkle of coaches and style plays and things like that. And but really, ultimately, you know, um, you know, everyone you was. The best. You're just trying to draft. The you just players. tried the just the draft the the highest grades, right? So this year, we really thought and put in an, an emphasis on team creation and team building. That's the emphasis, the point of this thing. So we've opened up the draft pool. I'm so much- terrified. This is the Adolf Rupp all white guy. <laughs> <draft>. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we want. Uh, yes, we want. We don't want to wash, whitewash, Mablik. Hey, you heard about the thing about us having to join the white supremacies in order to keep our pot- <laughs> This um, is the shot caller, Shot caller, No, but we we basically were like, we want to really focus and emphasize not just on the ratings overall, but team creation, along with the conjunction of style of play. Really like to focus in on. So we we're, we're rolling out a salary cap edition of Mab League. So how's the salary cap work? Well, it's I don't know. Gonna... But I'm not gonna fucking lie. My palms are literally sweaty right now. I'm so <laughs> excited about this. So we've opened up the pool of of players available. Each like point guard, shooting guard, all the way through center will have a bevy of a uh, uh, hundred players uh, available to choose from. From your 99s down to like the low 60s so you have a salary cap and how does the salary cap work well the salary cap is pretty simple if shaquille o'neal is a 98 overall his salary cap charge is 9.8 all right if you're uh drafting a coach uh well all the coaches have letter grades so we did a cumulative if you have um eric spolstra for the heat he is a b in offense an a in defense He's a 3.5 based on his his scoring because it's the GPA scoring of it. So now everyone has like a point value associated with this. So in drafting, right, there's going to be a little strategy based in Mm. am I getting a solid 85? Am I getting Mm. a solid um, uh, Larry Johnson, right, Mm. at my power forward? who's going to fill in nicely in the offense, who's going to cater to the style of play for, say, my my 98, which is is Shaquille O'Neal, because now these two are going to balance out in some way that is going to you know enhance the style of play. Also, con- conversely, when now we're matching up, now the minute schedule, right, and how I design my minutes now has more influx, right? Because if I... If I try and steal a couple minutes, oh, I forgot to mention, we're also going to put a minutes cap so no player could get more than 32 minutes. So you're forced to play into your bench. So now it becomes, well, how do I want to allocate this total of 240 minutes I have to allocate to my team? Now I've got to really be strategic in how I play this. And what happens if there's a moment in time where I've got um, a... a 78 overall Rafe LaFrance running around on the court and uh oh there's a six minute overlap with Shaq now here we have a very interesting situation 38 to 0 run (laughs) exactly right (laughs) so what's the what's the what's the uh the max cap on the salary max cap is 125 total points um so we looked at that is you could have like depending on like four or five 90 players somewhere in that 90 range four or five 80 players and then the rest of your bench would be in the 70 somewhere in there plus your 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 coach 
so you really do get the like the like no weak link system versus the stars and scrubs system it's fantastic this is what i this is what i love about you guys you guys like the u.s constitution it's a living document it changes you know we're gonna update it for the times we're just gonna like like, i I, everyone has super fun so we never want to you know we don't want it to be stale and everybody's kind of running back and doing the same thing over especially because you know it's it's close, but it's not exactly like fantasy football. The fact that it's just like kind of, you know, a lot of these numbers are locked in and seeing it. But just as we, the goal is always to give more, to reward strategic drafting and mm-hmm. play minute and to give more power to the players that are actually like drafting it. So this is, we're very excited about rolling this out. Uh, before we kind of get into our MVPs, Joe, we just do a little pitch as someone's been a part of the league the last two years, just what to expect, what you enjoy about it, like white rules. I thought, said, thing about, I thought you said white rules, and I was like, whoa. Really <laughs> white rules is like really it's John Stockton, it. Jerry West, Pete Maravich, <laughs> Bill Walton, and, and Dirk. Oh, I'm going to crush. Uh, here's it. Mav League. Folks, it is the most fun thing in the world. Imagine a, 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 fantasy, a, fan, a fantasy league where you get to watch the events in real time with each other, hearing your own commentary it like most awesome it was born to do play by play and color simultaneously while brandon is uh talking from a, a mouse hole in the wall it's amazing uh it's actually so fun because because it is all ideology and uh and you know strategy then executed without your control over it so it really does become a, a battle of point of view in a battle of strategy uh which is incredibly fun uh the fact that the fact that michael jordan has never won a game in the mab league is everything you need to know about about strategy over over uh obviousness um it is an incredibly fun experience it's it is well executed it is uh and here's the best part it doesn't take six months of your life it's not a it's not a fucking nhl season you know it it is a a few weeks of just hyper fun you pour a cocktail you open a beer you sit in front of your twitch and throw and you know throw out your comments and everybody's there watching together talking shit it's a blast love it even if i weren't participating i'd watch a lot of fun we're firing that back up guys you want to franchise again shoot us an email it may be sports podcast at gmail.com guys it's been episode 230 Thanks again for having Joe on, wrapping up that yeah. AFC West, digging in there. MVP of the week's real fast. Uh, I'm giving mine to Leslie Grace. Um, the Batman or the Batgirl movie axed. Uh, it's just kind of like a bummer for all these people to put that. Like, I, I don't want, it's not about watching these movies, but it's about people putting in kind of months on this art and then just seeing that kind of like go away and people not seeing it. It's a bummer, but she was uh, starring as Batgirl, kept it completely classy online, and just thanked everybody for the experience and stuff. So, shitty that you can't see it, but um, we see you people putting in work, and you can't change regime change sometimes. So, we'll do that. MA, MVP, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Vince Scully. Easy. Shout out Vince Scully, MVP. Uh, rest in peace. We lost two great ones right, right in a row, back to back. Bill Russell, wow. Vince Scully. That's my MVP. Joe, you got an MVP you want to shout out? Yeah. Uh, you know, those listening, I'm sure a lot of people know, but Brandana turned 40. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of people got on a train and went across the country to have this odyssey 
on the on the rails to celebrate Brandana and what a spectacular human he is. And so obviously I would be remiss if I didn't say that my MVP of the week was uh, the conductor on that train who somehow managed to get a turkey leg, turkey leg a giant turkey leg that no one, it was a Renaissance fair sized turkey leg. They don't have turkey legs on the menu. It was a train that didn't have cheddar cheese or Coronas, but the, he found a turkey leg. Whoever this guy is, he's a fucking wizard. So hats off conductor of the Amtrak sunset coastliner joe's not kidding novelty large it is renaissance <laughs> festival That's the it was only the size of the rocks forearm it was incredible <laughs> so great guys i am brandana uh joe you want to ask most awesome sign yourself off most awesome sign yourself off audience if you're listening here is your side mission rate review five stars and tell a friend Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.